Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Standing up for what's right. This is The Roy Green Show. Well, obviously, uh, the level of integration of the Canadian and American uh, steel and aluminum industries uh, are well understood. Uh, ingots produced, uh, uh, aluminum ingots produced in Canada are used uh, by American manufacturers to, uh, uh, in a broad range of things. Uh, we uh, import uh, more steel uh, than the Americans uh, uh, ex- uh, import. Uh, <coughs> sorry, we uh, have a significant trade surplus. Uh, Americans have a significant trade surplus with us on steel, uh, which which means uh, we buy steel from them, they buy steel from us. Well, there's our prime minister. And I I confess, the first time I heard that, I thought somebody had done some clever editing. Um, I didn't see the video. I didn't see the... I didn't see it. I heard it. And... Then after I heard it and verified that it was real, I didn't tweet anything about it for quite a number of hours, frankly, because I felt embarrassed. And for one of the rare times, I felt embarrassed for Justin Trudeau. I'm no fan of his, as you probably gathered. But uh, it was almost, I want to be careful what I say, but it was sad in a way to see how uncomfortable he clearly was once he started to slide off the rails. So we'll talk more about uh, Mr. Trudeau and what's going on with his political party and maybe his political future through the weekend. But uh, what is also of significant interest is national polling that was done by Ipsos polling for Global News. And for the first time, I believe this is the first time since Mr. Trudeau was elected in 2015, he finds himself um, with his party in a position where Ipsos says if an election were held today, the liberals would lose to the conservatives. Sean Simpson joins us from uh, Ipsos polling. Sean, thank you very much for the time. Um, Has this public dissatisfaction with Trudeau been increasing incrementally, or has it been just an inch or two below the surface and ready to, to, to expand and explode? Hello, Sean? Okay, can we try... Let's try to get Sean back here. Let's see what happens. Sean, are you there? You need to call him back. So, uh, didn't this, isn't this the way it started last weekend? Well, you know, it's it's been a bit of a uh, a, a slow burn, I would say, for the for the Liberals. Their approval rating has dropped uh, fairly consistently over the last two and a half years, and yet vote support has been consistent. They consistently have been chosen by about forty percent of Canadians compared to the low thirties uh, for the Tories. 
this is the first time, as you noted, in the last uh, three years uh, or so, that the Conservatives have actually shot ahead of, of the Liberals. So I think they're, in a given that there's been so much movement in, in such a short period of time, December was our last poll, the Liberals were still very far in the lead. This is the, the first time then, and all of a sudden, where things have changed, people are starting to change their minds about Justin Trudeau and the Liberal government. Yeah, and I thought I'd lost you there, but glad we didn't. The India trip, how much of a factor would that have been, do you think, in the, what you heard from Canadians? Well, I, I think it was significant. Um, we asked Canadians uh, what they thought of the India trip. We didn't tell them anything about it. We just said, based on what you've seen or heard about it, do you think it was beneficial for Canadian-Indian relations? Do you think it hurt? Do you think it was it was inconsequential? And on balance, uh, by far, there are more people who say, "I think it was bad for relations," uh, than than think it was think it was good. I mean, it got a lot of attention both here in Canada and abroad. And I think it was probably the first instance since our prime minister has been elected that the international media was shaking their head at our prime minister uh, and saying, you know, what, what, what was this costume parade all, all about? Really? Mm-hmm. And, and he, he looked a bit silly. Well, he did. And uh, I spoke with an Indian journalist last weekend who said that he would never wear uh, the clothing, or at least he wouldn't wear the clothing that the prime minister wore to his own wedding. And we know that Indian weddings are colorful events <laughs> that go on for some considerable period of time. Do you think, yeah. ha- has there been... Has the performance of uh, Mr. Shear helped him? Has, has his visibility in, increased or his, uh, his approval among Canadians increased or is what's happening to Justin Trudeau his own doing entirely? Oh, this has nothing to do with Scheer. Uh, I mean, we haven't asked the question, but if you ask, quest, uh, ask the question to Canadians unaided, who's the leader of the Conservative Party, I suspect that you'd probably get more people saying Harper than Scheer. Um, just yeah, because that's the name that comes top of mind. These are self-inflicted wounds by uh, the Liberal government and by Justin Trudeau. And if the trip to India wasn't enough, uh, he comes home and we're thinking, okay, we're going to get down to business and we're going to be talking economy and budgets. And and uh, Bill Morneau shows up in the in the House of Commons and delivers a budget uh, that. Uh, does nothing to um, uh, counteract or even discuss some of the challenges that we're facing with the United States and the NAFTA negotiations and these new uh, trade tariffs on steel, etc. And uh, it's received uh, with either apathy or negativity by Canadians. In fact, only 9% of Canadians gave the budget thumbs up which means everybody else thinks it was sort of ho-hum or uh, a bad budget. And and things are starting to pile on. And then that interview with Justin Trudeau that you played in your introduction, you know, where he's trying to describe the the trade situation and steal with the Americans, it just sounds confused and exasperated. Mm-hmm. It does. Uh, so, so we start to understand why the mood is finally changing, because these aren't the first gas of the government. Of course, they've been in power for three years, and there's other things that come up, but this is the first time where they're starting to wear it, and where Canadians are starting to say, 
Oh, boy. Uh, I mean, it, it, and it's ironic because the things that you like about somebody that you for which you elect them, which is is style, essentially, for this for this prime minister, start to become the things why you uh, dislike them. And that that style thing that that the Trudeau was so was so um, uh, uh, appealing uh, now becomes the reason why he's unappealing. What does he have to do to stop the slide? And after you observe him over a period of time, do you think that he has the ability uh, and the understanding of where he is? Because sometimes these people are so protected by their their uh, assistants that they don't really know what's going on. I can't tell you how many premiers or prime ministers have said to me over the years, how am I doing? Well, why are you asking me? But they do, they ask. Do you think that he knows what's happening? That he understands the, the, the trouble that's starting to brew for him? And does he have what it takes to turn it around? Well, this may be the first time that he actually realizes that, that uh, he's not coming across the way that he'd like to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that will be a, a very um, interesting uh, revelation for him. Because I think you're right. They, these people live in a bubble. They, they don't quite. They don't quite get it. Now, in terms of turning it around, given the the essential lack of op- opposition. I mean, Andrew Shear is is probably relatively unknown. Uh, Singh is is new. Uh, the block is in uh, shambles. Um, it's probably a temporary blip for the Liberals. Uh, what they need to do is. Uh, even soon after the Liberals were elected, Justin Trudeau became Prime Minister, we asked a question uh, where we had Canadians agree or disagree that Trudeau was more style than substance, and, and most agreed. So right off the bat, they knew that you know policy and substance wasn't, wasn't his thing. Well, if the style wears off and starts to become annoying, then you need to be substance. And so he'll need to start to chew on some of these big policy um, concerns that people have, such as uh, dealing with Trump, dealing with trade, making sure that in the latter half of this economic cycle that we're still uh, building the economy and that we're, our budget, our fiscal situation is, is appropriate and that we're able to uh, wear a, a downturn that is likely to come at some point in the next couple of years. Yeah. Sean, I just, uh, when the budget came out, uh, looked at it, and my first thought was missed opportunity. And uh, and I see what's going on now with Mr. Trudeau. And uh, I've just seen glimpses of this previously, the people kind comment. And and I knew they were getting sensitive about this because you knew what how Gerald Butts responded yeah. uh, on Twitter, uh, describing at least some people who thought that was funny or, or challenged Justin Trudeau on it as Nazis. So they clearly have an issue, and somebody's going to have to work with Mr. Trudeau, and he's going to have to work with himself so he understands what people expect from him. And you're right. it's At some point, it's going to have to be substance, and we're getting close to 2019. We only just started 2018, but for all intents and purposes, we are getting close to 2019. Yeah, well, we're coming into an election cycle, yeah, and the yeah. liberals will need to be a little less tone deaf. Mm-hmm. You know, the, 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 that's what the budget looked like. It was mm-hmm. tone deaf. It didn't yeah. talk about any of the things that really matter to people, like health care, like taxes, like jobs, like infrastructure. It was all 
uh, you know, minor things and and small businesses and this and that, and sort of inside the beltway um, matters and not things that really matter yeah. to the, the average person. So yeah, they'll need so. to smarten up. Thank you so much for the time. Great talking to you, Sean. Thanks, Brian. Take All care. the best. Sean Simpson from Ipsos Polling on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Let me ask you, we have a little time here, 800-263-2428, 1-800-263-2428. Was it a mistake to elect Justin Trudeau and not elect, re-elect Stephen Harper? Was it a mistake to elect Justin Trudeau and not re-elect Stephen Harper? And if you answer yes to that, then really you're, you're critical of the entire time that he's been in the prime minister, he being Trudeau. And if a federal election were held today, which party do you think you'd be likely to vote for? Ipsos says that if an election were held today, people would vote the conservatives into power. 800-263-2428. Was it a mistake to elect Trudeau and not re-elect Harper? And if an election were held today... Who would you vote for? I'd like to hear from somebody who voted for the Liberals in 2015. Are you still um, inclined to feel that that's your party and this is your prime minister? Or are you uh, ready to jump onto the lifeboat and abandon ship? We'll come back. 800-263-2428.